0: Welcome to the Church Basement Podcast. Today's topic is religious kitsch. Grab a cup of coffee or tea, strap on your running shoes, or pick up your knitting needles or crochet hooks and join us. I'm Pastor Amanda Zenzelow, and I serve as the pastor at Central Lutheran Church in Northeast Portland, Oregon.
1: And I'm Don Miller, a member here at Central and the producer of the podcast. Okay, we're going to start with what is kitsch?
0: Well, according to the online dictionary yes kitsch is a german word that means art objects or design considered to be in poor taste because of excessive garishness or sentimentality but sometimes appreciated in an ironic or knowing way Mm -hmm. basically like all of portland yeah Yeah. very much so (laughs) And why are we talking
1: about this? Well, we can once again thank Lint Madness.
0: Because this round is Dawn's favorite round of Lint Madness. Every
1: single time we are in the kitsch round, which is I think the Elite Eight. Yep. Well, the whole point of this kitschy round is we've gotten the bios and all the heavy stuff and the writings and the whatever. They finally get to have a little fun and the things that you can find and seek out and the random bits that have these particular saints' images on them. Uh Uh-huh. And there are a lot of people who really hate this round, and they actually had a name for it. Did you notice this? No, I didn't. They're the Kitch Cranks. The Kitch Cranks. (laughs) For the people for whom this is just right out.
0: Oh, so sad. Mm -hmm. So So they know
1: it's an issue, and they address it head on. Uh But my question to you is kitsch versus sacred art.
0: Yeah, because a fair amount of it is just straight up taste, right? Yeah, I think some of it is going to be what culturally works for you and what culturally doesn't work for you for some people. Just taste and what you like is going to say something is kitsch versus something is beautiful and worthy of being. Elevated as a piece of art.
1: Sure. We don't have quite the same religious constraints as some others do as far as icons and no-nos when it comes to
0: art right. in Lutheranism, correct? Correct. So there are some Protestant denominations that really go against all kind of graven images. Mm-hmm. So anything that has any kind of picture of God or picture of Jesus really is
1: taboo. denounced. Yeah. yeah,
0: taboo. Just not okay. Mm-hmm. But with Lutherans, we don't mind it. We don't use icons in the way that Orthodox Church uses icons Mm -hmm. or even in the way that the Catholic Church uses icons, but icons are welcome. There's nothing wrong with using Christian iconography within a congregation or in your own private practice. It can be a lovely thing, actually. And we don't have anything prohibiting using a nightlight or any of those kinds of things Mm -hmm. either it really is personal taste
1: well and having had the pleasure of being to the Vatican recently I'm telling you there's a lot out there that is sanctioned but again whether or not you feel it's kitsch or sacred right it's kind of a very gray area
0: right absolutely and I also think that there is is going to be some cultural piece in this where, you know, one household may look at something and experience it as holy and reverent and another household is going to roll their eyes and laugh at it. Which isn't to say that's appropriate in any way, but it's just recognizing the reality that tastes differ when it comes to religious paraphernalia, shall we say. Mm -hmm.
1: Now, at what point does it tip the scales into being
0: offensive? I think intent matters. Mm. Well, that's fair. Right? I think that if you intend it to be offensive, then fair enough. It may well be offensive. Mm -hmm. And that could mean it's a really beautiful painting. But if your intention is to mock, to degrade, to belittle someone's faith practice, then that's offensive. Uh, What about appropriation? Because
1: I've been to this lovely little maker fair that we have in Portland called Crafty Wonderland. Mm Mm-hmm. And as much as I adore it, there have been some things that have
0: skirted the line on appropriation. Yeah. And again, I think part of that is appropriation gets to be defined by the people whose culture, beliefs, and practices are being pulled from. Okay. so if Still, that's
1: going to be an individual basis, right? Absolutely. Some people are going to be enjoying it and fully embracing the crazy images you're going to put on the candles for prayers.
0: Right. And someone else is going to say... That's really offensive. Mm -hmm. This is a sacred practice of my culture that you are appropriating and mocking. And I don't appreciate that. And so our job then would be to listen to that individual and to take and make our choices based upon understanding that our action would then be harming that person in some way, shape, or form. And I think that there's a lot of really fun, silly stuff out there. And there's some really beautiful items and pieces. I think the Julian of Norwich Mm -hmm. statue that's in my office, our previous music director, Janice, actually found that because of the saintly kitsch round. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was one of the kitsch items that was posted, and she ordered it as a gift. That's fantastic. So it is possible to find some really classy, beautiful Beautiful items when looking at this kind of stuff, but some of it is really, really just weird stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I lean towards saying anything that is mass produced out of plastic falls into the realm of kitsch, but that's probably unfair of me.
1: Well, and it's always fascinating to me what people will kind of glom onto because I have a very good friend who is atheist for all intents and purposes. But those tiny little nativity sets from the 70s that are basically plastic, the worst paint-by-numbers paint and glitter (laughs) that were like ornaments, they're tiny. She collects those. Okay. And has a whole wall full of them. Wow. So yeah, it really is what hits you and what doesn't. It totally is.
0: And I was just thinking of Buddy Jesus. Oh, I adore that movie. And how many people love the Buddy Jesus plastic figurine? Mm -hmm. Like I've seen so many pastor's offices with Buddy Jesus hanging out in the corner. So that makes it okay? Well, I mean, it's kitsch. It's Mm -hmm. funny, right? So it's that definition, like it's liked in an ironic and knowing way, like Mm -hmm. we know where this comes from and... It makes fun of it. I think I've given my stepfather little nun figurines that when you squeeze it, it punches. Mm -hmm. Like the little punching nuns. Mm -hmm. A lot of bobbleheads out there. Tons of bobble. There's a bobblehead made of me. Yes, there is. So really, (laughs) truly. Part of it is learning how to not take our faith seriously. Okay. And And the value in that is? Being able to laugh. I think it's. Trusting something enough to know it's going to stand up to being the butt of a joke is really okay. Okay. I don't feel like it's disrespecting the faith unless the intention is to disrespect the faith. Okay. If it's just something that's like, oh yeah, buddy Jesus, right? It's just laughing at it. Another thing it makes me think of is the Portlandia episode Mm -hmm. that they filmed here Six years ago now. Church, it's an option. Church, it's an option, uh-huh. right? You know, are you feeling lonely? Are you wondering what to do to meet other people? Are you feeling like your life doesn't have a purpose? Church, it's an option, mm-hmm. right? It's a parody. It's mocking things. It's laughing about it. There's a truth underneath it. Mm-hmm. There's Ed Bagley Jr. <laughs> <laughs> There's Ed Bagley Jr. in a collar in my office, so there's all kinds of pieces to that that open up opportunity for then conversation. Sure. And I think that some of the kitsch that's out there could open up opportunity for conversation, especially if it offends someone. Then you can really start asking, well, why? What's it poking at that makes you uncomfortable?
1: Mm-hmm. One of my more favorite bits of kitsch that I've seen in and around this particular town Mm-hmm. Is a version of The Last Supper by Leonardo da Vinci
0: mm-hmm.
1: with a bunch of hipsters and hats, <laughs> flannel, and beers. <laughs> I don't know that it ever sparked a conversation for somebody else, but it sparked some for me. That's
0: awesome. And for that, I suppose, it's done its job in this world. Right? So, I don't know, maybe because we laugh a little more about our faith, catch is fun. I know. It's well, silly.
1: The other bit for me, especially... Thank you to Lent Madness. This particular time of year not been my favorite if you've listened to this podcast. Mm -hmm. You know that. (laughs) You know that. So for me to inject a little lightheartedness is an incredibly welcome thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And they sometimes find some really fascinating objects.
1: Oh, they find some good stuff.
0: It's worth taking a
1: look just at the particular week that has it.
0: (laughs) This week. Today started out with Saint Fatini, which is the woman at the well, yep. up against Martha of Bethany. I voted for Martha. And I voted for Fatini, <laughs> as you can imagine. <laughs> but I do have to say that the kitsch for Martha was better it than Fatini's. She it had was... a ladle. It was so good. She does have a ladle.
1: Although I have to give you that the nightlight that turned purple for the woman at the well that's not good. bad. It's some good stuff. That's not bad. <laughs> So you were showing me a particular piece of kitchen, in your office. Yes. That does this wonderful lady-uppy thing. It does. Does anybody ever see anything and call you out on it being offensive? And has that line for you changed over the years of what you
0: feel is offensive? The stuff that I've been called out on as people being offended has a lot, a lot more to do with like the shoes that I wear. Really? Or the things that I do being a woman in ministry than anything. Oh, that's fascinating. I mean, that's just reality for women in ministry, as opposed to like things that are in my office. Huh. I haven't had people be upset. There has been a little bit of consternation, but it wasn't about a specific item in the room. Mm-hmm. It was having kids' toys and things like that in the room. It'll feel a little less professional to that individual. Huh. But none of the items that I've had or none of the things that I've put up, people have necessarily had any comment on. The line for me over the years between kitsch and sacred art, I think it has shifted as I've become more settled in my faith, as I'm less defensive about being a person of faith, as I have kind of settled into straddling the line between hanging out with people of faith and people not of faith. Mm -hmm. I think my ability to laugh at it has grown and my ability to not be offended easily has grown. Just by being exposed a lot Mm -hmm. to a lot of mockery around Christianity, I will have to say that the Babylon Bee is a a website similar to The Onion, but about church stuff. Oh, okay. And at first, I really enjoyed the Babylon Bee, and I laughed a lot with it. And then I'm like, you know what? This is kind of taking it too far. Oh, really? And it's not about kitsch and making items that are going to be sold for profit, right which is what kitsch is sure but it was about the way in which things were being mocked started Mm. to feel more cruel Mm -hmm. than Mm tongue-in-cheek and that's when I backed off of that website but I do have a healthy dose of being able to laugh at my own self and that kind of a thing so yeah fantastic I've gotten a little looser on that okay over the years well, this leads us to the last question, which I get to ask first this week. <laughs> and that is because this brings you such joy and delight. It really does. Don. what is your favorite piece of kitsch?
1: Oh, now this is hard to nail down because I've seen some good stuff in my time. And last year, I believe there was a St. Stephen in the kitsch round uh-huh. and there was a Stephen Colbert candle, prayer candle that I adored. <laughs> that was pretty good. I think however it has to go to the bobblehead pope on the Pope Mobile that I ended up buying for one of my siblings when we were in Rome <laughs> because it was just that good. Oh man. No Pope on a rope, soap on a rope. Uh-huh. Couldn't find that. Uh-huh. But the Pope Bobblehead. The Pope Bobblehead. In the Pope Mobile. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's pretty good. There you go. And you?
0: This is hard. I think the one that comes to mind is the nativity scene with the hipster nativity scene with like the homegrown cow and the kombucha drinking mary or something like that that's pretty good that was a pretty oh and someone like the shepherds are taking selfies with jesus i (laughs) think of course they are i think that's what is going on i think that's probably the one that makes me kind of go oh yeah that's real that's something right Uh there Yeah, as far as Lutheran kitsch goes,
1: your Here I Stand socks. I love them. Those are pretty good. And I actually, at one of our cabarets, I voted on an entire basket based on those socks. (laughs) Turns out those socks didn't fit me, so I had to find them a better home. But the other thing that came out of that were these Katie Luther and Martin Luther masks that I adore torturing my children with because either you poke the eyes out and it's creepy (laughs) in the window... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, this is Or you hilarious. turn the eyes backwards so you just see the eyes. <laughs> so good. That's... Done with love. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: Totally. Well, thank you, Pastor Amanda, for taking the time to help us learn a little more about religious kitsch. I look forward to sitting down with you another week on another topic.
0: As do I. And thank you all for joining along with us today. If you have a favorite religious kitsch and pictures of it please share oh yeah it would bring such delight and thank you to folks who responded to our talk about calming minds last week yes it was wonderful yeah we had some folks actually comment along and that was awesome so if you have favorite religious kitsch post it on our facebook page and bring some joy into this world until we are back in your ears again remember god loves you no matter what